0: Webway Worldwide. Worldwide. Webway. This is Dark City Discord.
1: I'm Scott. And I'm Stuart. And we're the Batch Brothers. We're the Batch Brothers from the Dark City. You'll be riding in hot with us tonight as we continue our trek through Warhammer 40k. Hashtag new 40k 10th edition.
0: 10th edition faction previews. And what do we have for the agenda tonight, Scott.
1: Well, we're going to be starting off in this order. Astra Militarum, going down the line of the depths of the warp, we'll be hitting Chaos Demons. Following up, finding a renewed faith in Aspirant High, Adeptus Sororitus. And then last but not least, don't forget him, or let me go grudge against you, Leagues of Otan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All kidding aside, no, that was my serious face. Now let me put on my maniacal drukari face. <laughs> would be slaves would be combatants or are the arenas it's better to know our opponents before we go into this I think right
0: it is I'm glad we're going uh I was super excited for Dracari to hit but now I'm glad that we've seen the battlefield it's gonna be it's gonna be a good taken
1: I think so you know and again to you know regardless if you play any of these factions or if you play you know adjacent factions I think it's important to to chew on these to sort of Look at them holistically, lend perspective, and then gleefully anticipate the release of 10th edition. And as Stu just did, uh, dating you know what week this might be dropping, um, we are one faction away. And at bated breath and clutching at pearls, I'm not going to say what the last faction is. You always clutch your pearls. Somebody's got to clutch (laughs) them. I'm not even wearing pearls. Um, Even though
0: we're taking a stance from the Dark City and we love our um,
1: clones of Kimura...
0: We're, we're talking all things 40K.
1: That is the goal. I mean, it's, got, it's good to know your prey. You got to know your audience, especially when you're stacking for the right show. Okay. <laughs> Enough BSing aside. On to the boys of Terra. Yeah, are you ready for this? This is... Let's do the astronaut. Are they Terra. on Terra anymore? Uh, you know, you're hard-pressed to find any human that's really been to Terra and back. No, these guys are deployed far and wide on this side of the Imperial Nihilus and beyond it. Uh, you know, of course... We're setting up the Astra Militarum here. With the Fall Acadia, they have a lot of renewed vigor. You know, we think it would be egg on their face has really only added more sort of uh, fire and heat to their heels.
0: I really like their army rule. It's really reminiscent of pretty much all the previous editions, but uh, fine-tuned.
1: Yeah, and you know that rule in this case, for those of you that haven't already read this and you're coming here for the first time, uh, Voice of Command... And we're going to give you the radio voice as we read through this. And if I stop, then we'll give you the TLDR. Uh, if your army faction is Astra militarum then in your command phase, officer models from your army with this ability can issue orders. Each officer's data sheet will specify how many orders it can issue and which units are eligible to receive those orders. Each time an officer model issues an order, select one of the orders below, then select an eligible friendly unit within six inches of that officer uh, model to have the issue order to it. Now the next bit. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Stu.
0: No, go ahead. Uh, w- well actually, I'll take I some see one. you know you're like
1: really leaning <laughs> in, yeah, yeah yeah six inch orders. Uh,
0: big change from what they currently are in ninth edition. It's essentially what ninth was giving was bouncing orders. you could throw it out 20, 24 inches and then it would hit other units now you've got to be within six, which is
1: keeps I'm kind of glad I didn't play against Gordon in ninth. I had enough problems with them in eighth. They
0: really got ramped up. I mean, it was it was out of control. This is really fine-tuning with your leaders, so I feel like, I mean, I remember 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th with guard. It was all like keeping, keeping everything centered around
1: your leaders. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is awesome. We'll, so We'll get more in on that, too, as we, as we trek along through this. Um, but an important note is that the unit that is inf- impacted by that order, it sounds like only a single order that they can be affected by. And they're affected by that order until the start of your next command.
0: Which is I think is atypical.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Which you know for those who are following along at home means that they'll have that order until the next command phase. I bet you they have a st- however <laughs> so this is the asterisk I'm gonna throw on the there. If they ever become battle-shocked, orders out the window. So there's a like there's a there's a measure of disruption that you can distill along the battle lines of the astro militarum that no officer can help but keep under control. And this is what I half wonder when the when the commissariat's gonna come in and ensure no no, you're following those orders. <laughs> Blam. <laughs> <laughs> very human the monkey yeah they're yeah. they've got to be led by somebody with something bigger and I bet you there's
0: a, I bet you there's a stratagem that lets them take two
1: yeah I'm thinking so too or characters I mean in the past we've seen that where you know an officer can issue an order and then another officer can issue a second order and you can almost have it like splash on the two even before 9th edition I yeah, remember that yeah. being a thing so let's talk about the orders pretty yeah. pretty
0: straightforward Uh all these
1: we've seen before. Yeah, go and kick us off.
0: Move, move, move. Add three <laughs> inches to the move characteristic of that unit. Helps you get objectives. Helps you get to where you need to go. The next is fixed bayonets. Improve the weapon skill characteristic of the melee weapons equipped by the models by one, which is pretty good. Have the twenty man conscript units get with a negative one AP. Watch out, Marines. Yeah. <laughs> Take aim. Improve the ballistic skill characteristic of range weapons equipped by models in the unit by one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Real good.
1: I'm cringing at the next one. This is the one I hated the most in playing against Guard in the Old Editions.
0: <laughs> Remember Joe, first rank fire, second rank fire. Right. I don't know which one to give it to. Improve the attack characteristic of rapid fire weapons equipped by the models by one. Oof. There's were a potential of a stratagem double, double teaming the take aim and first rank fire, second that, rank that's fire. That's what could would happen
1: with those hot shots, LAS guns. You get the plus one <laughs> BS. <laughs> BS, I'll mind you. BS, that is BS. And then first rank, second rank. First rank, fire, second rank, fire. Next is take cover, and we're going to notate
0: this one for later talking points on what what the big old boy tank can give out. But take cover, improve the save characteristic of models in this unit by one. This cannot improve the model save better than a three plus.
1: There's a nice cap on that. Okay.
0: There's a cap, and I think that's what, what most of them hit anyways. The next is duty and honor. Improve the leadership and objective control characteristics of models in this unit by one, which is another clutch. I mean, all order.
1: the all the other ones seem so overtly offensive. It's like, why wouldn't you take them? But the more we've been discussing, you know, what morale has to offer the new edition, objective control, securing those objectives, scoring those points, like that might be one of the best ones to use. That might be what wins you the game. And some of these, I mean, Katie rotations. and Chuck's
0: troops are already based two, so you're throwing A third, yeah. that's like Bobby G. Uh, buff of Marie, right the three on the objective control
1: you have a you have a lot of i mean these are if you have a lot of officers going around i mean that you can really get surgical with that you can go hey this unit has it this unit is going to back them up and have you know be able to lay on that fire to ensure that they're going to stay there and you can really crazy. bully
0: really bully objectives with throwing i'm gonna i'm gonna sit i know you can't fit 20 guys on that objective but
1: as sure as abraham try as sure as the god emperor try <laughs> right you're gonna
0: <laughs> don't tell that to
1: your commissar <laughs>
0: <laughs> out bully objective control on on objectives.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're seeing some factions like you know really excel at either being a pest and lingering around objectives, or wounding the crap out of things that just don't want to get off the objectives. Or in this case, just really benefiting from taking objectives. And I mean, having it's the ability hard for me to hold
0: not them. to take take stances on like perspective from Jakari because I'm through and through. I mean, even my ten witches, I've got to do some damage otherwise. I didn't take that objective. I didn't take
1: exactly. Yeah, they're they're going to stand, you know, vigilant against it. Uh, what I like and I want to know is that weapon skill, ballistic skill, and your save improvements. It's not a plus one buff. It it effectively it doesn't say like add one to your to save roll or your to hit roll. It's effectively saying the characteristic increases by one. So what what I'm wondering is if the tenth edition allows for buffs to be stacked. Does that mean if if you do benefit from say cover, would your save then go from you know five to a three? Ninth was. Was
0: that way? So when it t- spoke on the actual characteristic buff, right? You could still so you could take be take a negative one to ballistic and have a negative one to hit. So those were two different profiles. Two different so it did. It essentially is not stacking, but it is.
1: Yeah, well, it's two different sources. I mean, those of you that are more familiar with your like pen and paper RPGs or really a rules lawyer. You're gonna zero in on like source of buff or debuff, and that usually is an indicator of whether or not it stacks. I do want to briefly bring up the, I'll call it the sister game, but Age of Sigmar, in that you know you can you can get as many buffs as you want towards your armor save, but you can only ever effectively accrue plus one. So I almost half suspect, tenth edition may introduce that if it's keeping it simplified.
0: And for you new players out there, essentially we're just talking about the dynamics of save characteristics. Typically, Games Workshop tries to cap you the one. So, yeah. You just have to watch the wording.
1: Right, right. But on that note, if you are wondering, well, why, then, why do I want to stack armor save? Well, if you do get hit something by it's minus two AP and you have multiple sources stacking, you'll still get that buff to count against the debuff, at least in the case of Age of Sigmar. But at the end of the day, you're only going to net that plus one.
0: Yeah, but even the boys of Terra with a five-up save, if you're getting two...
1: Quit calling them that. These are Cadians. They were from Cadia. I'm so sorry, but they're still Terrans. They're not Custodas. We'll get there. It might be humans, but...
0: But let's talk about the guys from Cadia. Cadian Shock Troops, they have a lot to offer.
1: I Okay, so this unit profile, if I may start my opinion of it. Uh, right away, I like that they're giving us two options. You can effectively have a Shock Trooper Sergeant and then nine Shock Troops, or two Sergeants and 18 Shock Troops. So what you're looking at is having a 20-man tw- stacked. Um, they go on to say that you can equip two leaders to the unit if one of them is a command squad.
0: Barring the sergeants.
1: Yeah, barring the sergeants. So it's, it, what you're going to have then is you're going to have a pretty big bodyguard unit and at least two sources of orders to throw out.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you heard that, ladies and gentlemen. You can have 20 and have a command squad and another leader thrown into one.
1: Yeah. Think your cap's going to be 20, but yeah, of the 10, the accessory 10, I think you got a command squad in there. You, you don't think that they would do 20? Th- I'm curious because we keep reading wording without other context, sure. <laughs> so we're like chewing it hypothetically. But my guess is, you how go, how long up has it been since they've had a, like a 30 man guard squad that weren't conscripts? I'm saying Boy, you'll have the 20, days. Then plus then the you're command, gonna right?
0: plus the commands, and the command I think is like five to five, six. Okay, okay.
1: That might be viable, yeah. I was thinking along the lines of... Plus another
0: leader. So you're looking at, you know, 25, 26 people in this unit.
1: We will see. Somewhere between 20 to 25. But in any regard, you're going to be able to insulate those leaders with a lot of wounds. And if that wasn't even more, you know, the Voxcaster, I think, as we were going on the show, you were mentioning Voxcaster in previous editions effectively extends the range of the orders. Correct. And In this case, this gives you more incentive to why you want to have these guys on objectives. Or better yet, you want these guys... Using stratagems. Anytime they use a stratagem for that unit, you roll a d6, you have the one to result if you have an officer in that model. And on a five up, you're gaining another command point. So you're another, I think, iteration of, you know, assuming you're selectively using command points and you have the right stack leaders, that command squad may get you, what, shoot at least two plus two to the that roll. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can only get one CP per turn, but stack, you know, it, we always, in in a meta standpoint, it's always least for ninth has been minimum size MSU, minimum size units. Uh-huh. I don't think that's what yeah, Ash Militarum I mean, is pushing down this. It's on, hard to on. say.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think so either.
0: Uh I mean, again, <laughs> we don't have any points. Point cost. We're just speculating here. Speculating. But my <laughs> guess far is and away. a 20-man Cadian Shock Troop unit would be...
1: Pretty good, I think probably. Yeah, I think if I had to guess, fight You are scoring command there.
0: points. You are protecting HQs. You are You are just. Uh,
1: let's. Yeah, with that, yeah, at that point, I really like the fact that they gave them shock troops. Now, of course, I am getting a little lost in my viewing of all the army faction rules. But if we get to come across a tr- uh, a battle line that does this, I do want to point it out that we're seeing a battle line that after they take the objective and they control it, they can effectively move on, and you still have it under your control until your opponent uh, basically comes in and takes it from you.
0: So, well, that's what Marines got at the last oh, tail end okay, of the ninth perfect. edition was Sticky Objectives. Oh, wow, okay.
1: So that that does have a, a precedent then in prior previous editions. There to was me, also, it's kind of new, but...
0: And there was also a mission type that you could do that. But having that as battle line just makes it even better.
1: It, you know, what? Well, again, the guard player we were most familiar with in our, our eighth edition days liked to sit and never move. Like, it was... We <laughs> Won't even go into it. <laughs> you, can see, you can almost like hear my the, eyes rolling. Um, <laughs> like the fifth ed guard players, right? Your leaf blower, like, you make sure you have those models magnetized down because they're going to get blown right off the table. Um, but in this case, like, I don't know if that's incentive for them to be an aggressive army. Like the machine rolls forward, the war machine grinds ever forward.
0: It really depends on how many objectives there are. I forget. I ha- We. I mean, we haven't seen the the totality of what tenth ed rules are. But if you're like ninth, if you have half or more of the objectives that could potentially be good. So you guys go out there, touch, move, 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 get out there and touch them. You get shot off, you still have that objective.
1: Yeah, you, you, yeah, you got some time to camp. And I see in the picture of the unit profile for these guys are really selling that flamer hard, so I think they really want you <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> <sighs> go ahead and take that torrent. Enjoy.
0: Moving on with this faction, let's talk about the big... Bane blade. Continuing the bane, spotlight. bane of my blade. existence. Is it the bane
1: of your blades? <laughs>
0: it's the bane of my blades.
1: Can't tell you how many Drukhari blades I have nicked, scratch, and just broken in twine upon the surface of Every time bane you blade. see
0: one, makes you cringe.
1: Uh, yeah, now with your 24 wounds, thank you very much. Toughness 13, Ooh. 2 plus save. I don't see, and they, I doubt they've ever had it. I hope they've never had it. an bone.
0: No, well, I'm sure it, somebody in the flops. Like, there was void
1: shields, like, the generators you can set up around it. In which there case, were, there was okay. a point in time
0: where a seer could give him a, an invuln.
1: Oh, I bet you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: or a neg one to hit.
1: But in, but in this case, it's like the Bane blade's kind of spreading its love, kind of blanketing its its folks under its wing, nurturing them. It
0: is now a rolling fortress. What does that mean exactly?
1: So essentially, other than being self evident when you look at it, that does look like a fortress that rolls. If
0: you can't see models. Units, but uh, completely the whole unit. It's not fully visible. Yeah, yeah. That's not fully visible behind the bane blade. They're going to get a cover save. A benefit it, of
1: cover. So that yeah, and that's what we were kind of hitting at, at the beginning of this uh, when we started diving into the astral terror. Is that plus one to take cover? Plus one to your save characteristic. Okay, well, if I have plus one to my save characteristics going from a five to a four plus, then I get a cover save. Does that? Does it stack? Do I have a three up with my my cards? It says capped at three. Yeah, capped at three, and there's that magic number. So. Here's hoping, and we hope for you because you monkey need all the help you can get. Can you imagine 20 Cadian Shock troops with any other
0: buff with a three-up save, uh, sticky objectives,
1: scoring command points, lots of synergies? Right, and if I'm not mistaken, as far as the range weapon outfit that the Baneblade comes with, it looks like most of the weapons from previous editions are represented here.
0: Oh, in in... Force
1: hey, and I'm my I'm, I'm here is so I'm like well where do we start on this but frankly folks like if you're a guard player or you're curious about how to crack this engine and how it's going to crack you back and hard uh, you may want to check this out uh, warhammer community com. There's a lot of guns on this. There are <laughs> there are it almost would take an entire podcast to go through. So <laughs> let's move on. Let's rolling fortress our way through this. Speaking of a... weapon spotlight, we'll get to a couple of them. The you Lehman want, Rust you, battle you take cannon. These away?
0: Yeah, let's 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 talk about them. The Lehman Russ. You know them. You hate them. You see them all the time.
1: They're the bread and butter of your astro Militarum.
0: But better is the Battle Cannon. And it has gone to a D6 plus three. I, it, like,
1: I like that approach. Sorry. I'm really excited to talk about it. You. you can finish your thought on that.
0: <laughs> it is blast. So if it's shooting at more than five, you're getting a plus one to that. So five, five guys that you're targeting is D6 plus four. That's a lot of shots, Scott.
1: It's, strength ten, it's not bad at all. Yeah, strength ten, neg one. It, it's four plus to hit, but I mean, when you when you are able to issue orders, assume I am assuming by the criteria here, it's going to be able to get orders. You don't have, to have like a separate tank commander or something. You are. We don't threes. know
0: the totality of this unit profile. Does it get a plus one if it stays still? We don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's also true. It may not be implicit in any individual weapon. It could just have that as a unit profile. True, but negative one is.
0: I mean, I've heard and seen and read the internet's.
1: They re on that. Little bit, yeah. Okay, damage three. Think, I, we we keep
0: skipping the damage here, but neg one damage three. So it really depends on the point cost. My guess, if it stays similar to what ninth edition is on 170 points, this thing's gonna be a beast. It's
1: gonna be a beast. Yeah,
0: I, I don't care because that's just one gun that's profiled on this. You're gonna have three more. And circle to this. back on my
1: my squeeze. The attack d6 plus three. I like seeing these profiles where they have a randomized, you know, die roll to determine attacks, but they give you a little bit of cushion to represent, like, this is still a freaking shell from Lehman Rust Battle Cannon. They didn't. With the blast. Right. Like, I rolled a one. Yeah. And with the blast. But it's like, even more the point. It's like, I rolled a one on this. It's like, well, you're still getting four attacks. I mean, at least, you know, it's I like that. In the past, it was like, yeah, there it went. I rolled a one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And.
0: I just the, again we we have little to no knowledge. I think it's going to be good.
1: Speak for yourself. I specialize in torturing these sons of guns. No well. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, speaking of guns, volcano cannon,
0: blast and heavy. So there's a there's a kicker. If it stays still, you're getting a plus one to hit. So uh, let's go through the profile. Range ninety six.
1: Attacks are going to be d three plus one.
0: Ballistic skill four. So again, if you're staying still, you're getting that ballistic skill three. Can't, can you think of a
1: reason to, to move? I mean, maybe if you really need a rolling fortress, but yeah. Strength 24, neg 5, 12 damage. <laughs> we were wondering like, does it need devastating wounds? No. Please no. <laughs> Please, I have an invul on this. Please don't. Okay. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's
0: not enough feel no pains go around. Uh, yeah,
1: right. As we were looking at things like I don't know the monolith or a land raider, we were like, "Whoa! Like look at the toughness on that. Whoa! Look at the wounds on that." And then look at the volcano cannon. Twenty strength twenty four. So it's wounding. It'd be twos. A lot like toughness twelve. We wounding... Pretty two's. much across the board, yeah.
0: except for an uh, a bane blade. You're right. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, except for a bane blade. But yeah, and, and again a minus five AP. So if it does wound most of these things that don't have invulns, it's like here, take twelve damage. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Yeah, beam blades coming out tonight. Rather it's a volcano cannon. Um, goodbye knights. Goodbye knights. That's d d three plus one. I
0: mean you're smoking I'm smoking a knight from just yeah, standstill. I mean, potentially,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow. And look, heavens to Betsy, I nailed a six on the wound roll. Heavens to St. Betsy of the god Emperor's faith. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then last, again, we keep talking about that 20-man
1: Cadian shock troop unit. Or God forbid what the conscripts might be like if they're there. But they have a stratagem called reinforcements. And this is for the combined regiment, whatever that detachment's going to look like, which we didn't see rules for what those were. But I'm assuming that's like when they pull everybody together, your Cadians, your Catachans, your Vastroians, your... Steel Legion. list goes on. Yeah, Elysian Drop Troopers. Gotta love those guys. Yes. So any phase, one regiment and
0: unit from your army that was destroyed. You can use the stratagem on that unit even though it has was just destroyed. The effect, add a new unit to your army identical to the one that was destroyed in the reserve, in reserve, strategic reserves at its starting strength and with all of its wounds remaining.
1: There's a restriction though. Always has to be. Oh, darn it.
0: The stratagem cannot be used to return destroyed character units to the attached units.
1: So there it is.
0: A couple of things come to mind, but
1: feed the meat grinder, boys.
0: What does a big squad of ogren look like? Oh, jeez.
1: That's fair. I you know I'm assuming Let me, they got the regiment word. Maybe we won't see the regiment keyword on an ogren.
0: Maybe not because they've always been kind of like. Cheap fodder. Or
1: subhuman, like, oh, girl got the thing, them in the rallies. But
0: <laughs> if they do, mm-hmm. and all those wounds, whew, good bang for and, your and buck. if
1: not, I mean, you want to throw that 20-man squad right back in there and charge up that hill. For Katie! Or what's left of it anyway. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Which but part of Katie are you fighting for today? Overall, how do you feel about this? Uh, you know, honestly, they feel like, guard they feel like Astra Militarum. They, they feel like guard. Um, my feelings actually have me asking more questions than anything else. I, I want to see what the Militarum Tempestus look like. I'll guard sort of codexes, but
0: I'll go guard codexes. Previously, were just full of just stuff. You had to sit down and read it a couple times. Yeah, and really.
1: Usually, your opponent wasn't going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the guard player I met. I got um, this tank. This tank can shoot things. Let's see what it does. And you're like, oh boy, he's got a lot of these. We're move, gonna be move, here a while. Move. shoot, shoot, shoot. But no, I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to these guys. You know, a lot of the factions we've seen, and you, you our audience, will see as we move forward, forward through this, is that some of the rule interpretations are quite radical when you compare to previous editions. But the guard, if you're a guard player, it, you're conservatively within the realm of good old Laz Rifle Cadian and my Imperial Guard Primer Handbook. Your rules are <laughs> as they were, at least, at least so in the uh, 10th edition interpretation.
0: I agree. I agree. So, what's up next? We have Chaos Demons, and boy, howdy, they have. I have to say, it's got. I really feel like GW is coming through and kind of really uh, makes every has made every unit, every army feel. Fluffy.
1: Yeah. We, you know, we talked about this in the last show. If you haven't listened to it, please go check it out. That where the the fluff meets the crunch, you know, your your story meets your rules. That you want to have some cross pollinization, some Venn diagram. So you can kind of feel like you're LARPing, I think. That at least for me, you know. So, nothing
0: better to put your army on the table painted and it feel like Right. Like what it is. What it Chaos is. demons, what you, what you the lore the is yeah,
1: coming. And yep. whether it be the tree, an individual model, or the whole freaking forest, you know. I feel like the demons here, the Legionis Demonica, as they're called, uh, Chaos Demons, I think they, they begin to represent this. So without much further ado, let's shine a spotlight into our friendly little Neverborn from a place that really makes even us cringe at heart. We don't want to admit it. Uh, let's go into the Chaos Demons. Let's do it. All right. So their army rule is going to be something called the Shadow of Chaos. And in this case, if your army faction are Chaos Demons, certain areas of the battlefield are going to be considered within your army's Shadow of Chaos. You may ask, okay, well, what are those? Well, there are as follows. Your deployment zone is always within your army's shadow of chaos. Great. At the start of any phase, if you control at least half of the objective markers within No Man's Land, until the end of that phase, No Man's Land is within your army's shadow of chaos. And for those of you that are wondering what that is, that don't know your World War I fluff, or haven't seen that preview that's leaked, No Man's Land will effectively be the space between your deployment zone and your opponent's deployment zone. Correct. And, Stu, you were reckoning what, like, Two to four objectives would effectively be out there. You think? I mean, even to one. one. So okay.
0: on some of the crisscross applesauce objectives, ones you had one objective in your pull and and I'm gonna do have a little spoilers. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Tenth edition, you can pretty much place objectives anywhere within six inches of the Ooh, board edge. Cool, cool. So At the, from
1: the missions we've seen so far, yeah. Right? So
0: you're gonna have a lot of liberty to place these, but they still have to be in specific zones. So um, I think this is going to be huge. Yeah,
1: and there's another conditional to this. If that wasn't enough, that you're encroaching upon no man's land at the start of any phase. If you control at least half of the objective markers within your opponent's deployment zone, until the end of that phase, your opponent's deployment zone is within your army's shadow of chaos.
0: So two to three. So you're looking at one to one to or two to four. So you're looking at right uh, one to two.
1: And what what I like about this, so me as a chaos like an avid reader of chaos space marines word bearers. I love reading about the Ruinous Four, the Neverborn. Anytime there's that incursion, there's always like the skies bleeding these these terribly beautiful colors that make you go mad staring at it. And I imagine what would reflect light probably pulls it in and that's where the shadow comes from. So you're like in this blacklight rave, but nothing's illuminated. Like enough to make you go crazy, right? And meanwhile, you got these demons coming out. Okay, so you're probably asking (laughs) yourself, well, what the heck does Shadow of Chaos do? (laughs) All right, here we go. Demonic manifestation. There's going to be a couple of things it does. There's two things: demonic manifestation and demonic terror. We'll start with the manifestation. While a Chaos Demons unit from your army is within your army's shadow of chaos, each time that unit takes a battle shock test, add one to that test, and if the test is passed, one model from that unit regains up to D3 lost wounds. And an asterisk here. If that unit is battle line, then that test is passed. Up to D3 destroyed models can be returned to that unit instead.
0: Lots of questions here. Do you think Horn. You think circers. Oh, you mean
1: Bloodletters? Bloodletters, Blood letters. Blood letters. Yeah. Excuse me. We'll have two wounds. So that's one thing I was coming in hot off of. So that if I were to nail myself down to an Age of Sigmar army, I like the blades of corn. I noticed the blood letters have two wounds, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is amazing." I'd like to see that. That's a lot of wounds. It is a lot of wounds. Um, it's but a lot you know, but you can you can point up, you can pump up some points, you can add to their fragility in other ways. You know, uh, in which case, I think they have like. They only get their ward save at range and things like that, but that's Age of Sigmar.
0: I'm also curious of what their banners would do if they're going to give them
1: additional, oh, like another bonus to yeah, the leadership. I bet you they or, do, or that maybe it's another minus. We'll, we'll see. Again, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves, but never, never,
0: <laughs> never now, says the
1: never born. Um, now let's talk about demonic terror. Well, so I, I do have a question. You made me think of something here. Okay. So Shoot. in this case, I'm assuming like other editions, you can have your, your chromatic list, right? Your rainbow list. A lot of different gods, right? Mm-hmm. But what if you do zero in and you go, I'm I'm mark of corn, everything. Does that mean things like blood crushers become battle line? Ooh. I'm want, like I could see that being an angle where it's like, yeah, you, you can s- yeah. You I'm curious if they'll get that spicy
0: without a codex. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe. maybe.
1: Yeah. That's so well, that's that's a lot of what, that's a lot of is, words they want you to f- f- pay for. So we'll, we'll assume is? we'll get into codex. <laughs>
0: what is their formation?
1: Yeah, yeah, their detachment. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But yeah, to your point, demonic terror, and this is where, again, as we we gleefully just I don't for I don't want to say any words that will get us kicked off here. But we're very happy about what we're seeing about morale, and this only adds more to that. Um, demonic terror. Do you want to you want to take yeah. this one? So,
0: again, audience, players, what we're looking at is the demons are going to be controlling certain parts of the board and Certain bonuses happen so if it, they for their own units they're basically regenning uh models and then if you're touching in this shadows of chaos it's going to result in mortal wounds. Well, what it will result
1: in is a battle shock test, subtract one from that test, and if it's failed, they take d3 mortal wounds <laughs>
0: again. <laughs> we've we've <laughs> talked about how awesome battle shock is going to be in this new game, and it seems to be. Coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, and it, I think it's appropriate. You know, we look at the astral military, and we're like, "Holy crap!" They get these orders, but if you get in a battle shock, that it's like you're going to start eating away their numbers anyway. Like you're you're taking a battle
0: shock test, and you're just like, everything's you're trying to take mid board, right. and demons. Well, you got going to need to bring in those
1: reinforcements. Let me tell you, <laughs> everybody's
0: just taking mortal wounds for funsies. Yeah. It feels. I mean, some people I think would complain that it doesn't seem interactive, but it really pushes everybody to play on the objectives rather than sitting back and shooting and doing your own game. You have to interact with the objectives and the chaos the, demons are all over it.
1: The board feels like itself has momentum based off of how the armies are interacting with it,
0: which is fantastic.
1: It's like you are in an eye of a storm. Get ready to adapt. I, mean, f- I hope
0: this is going to be a fun edition of 40 K.
1: So without uh, much further ado, there is one more piece to this army rule, not in the shadows of chaos, but they brought in or brought back rather demonic pact. Uh, and, put shortly so we can get through all this is that you're allowed to take allied demons with your chaos list um, in this case if you're playing an incursion game which is about 1000 points you can take 250 if you're playing a strike force 2k point game you could take up to 500 and an onslaught which is 3k point game up to 750 points
0: um, an average game you're going to be playing is 2K 2000 points about, yeah. so you're taking a quarter of of that so, 1,500 points of death Guard with Nurgle sounds good to me. That
1: sounds fun. And none of these models, however, can be your warlord. I think that's kind of self evident. And then they cannot be uh, given enhancements, which you and I were discussing. I believe enhancements will be sort of the implementation of relics, possibly warlord traits. Again, kind of self evident. If they're not coming from the parent book, they're probably not going to get its goods. Yeah. Like your stepchild. Be lucky I let you in under this roof.
0: I don't think that has been the the flavor before. I think you could... When we
1: had indices and the codecs that come yeah. out in 8th edition, that's how you sure as Abraham knows it's how we were doing it. Back in the day, you remember? Yeah. And then they came out and they had to clarify. And it's like, okay. Well, the, the thing the says a chaos thing, Mark Zinch can take it. There's a lot of chaos things Mark Zinch. Thousand Suns, this Chaos Space now Mark Zinch, this Chaos Demon. They, okay.
0: Interactions that weren't supposed to happen. They're clarifying that now. Ain't gonna happen.
1: Yeah, they're tighter on their wording and their bolding of the keywords. For sure, I like it. It just it formats good play for sure. Um, and there are more limitations on this, but again, if you're a chaos player, it's self evident. You're, you're playing a World Eaters army, which is Mark Corn. You're only going to be able to take Corn Demons. Same for Thousand Sons of Zench Death Guard for Nurgle. And then if you're playing Chaos Space Marines and Lucius the Eternal, which he is a Emperor's Children Slanesh Mark, then you're only going to be able to take Slanesh Legion Demonica. Demonica, flavorful. I like it for sure. Which. I do have a question, Ward Bears player. Here, uh, when I read the rules when the demons came out last time, it, it was very letter of the law. I did not see an option to do an undivided without taking like a bellicord attachment configuration. It doesn't look like that's the case here. It looks more it's restrictive, saying hey, if you're wool eaters, you can't take all that. But if I'm chaos undivided or whatever, then I'm gonna pull in what I want. It's be fun.
0: I think so. That's what we're reading, or at
1: least the blood letters and all the corn army I own already. All right, uh, we're going down into the Demonic Incursion Detachment.
0: Ah, All right, so
1: Warp Rifts. This is the detachment rule.
0: Warp Rifts. Each time the Legionnaires, let's say, Chaos Demons unit from your army is set up on the battlefield using the Deep Strike ability, if it is set up wholly within your army's Shadows of Chaos, it can be set up anywhere that is more than six inches horizontally away from enemy models instead of nine.
1: Man, that what I like about that, we were talking about objective and board control. Because so you're able to cast this shadow, you know you can reinforce your units as your opponent's like, crap, I gotta get those demons off that objective. I gotta clear up the shadow.
0: They kind of feel like Ninth edition Necrons where they're just like pushing out to grab objectives so they can get... Th- the bonuses yeah, yeah. from the get-go.
1: And it's it's interesting, because from like a fluff perspective, if I'm fighting against demons, I need to destroy what they're grounded to in this realm. Like i got to kind of cut off whatever it is that's their foundation, whether it's literal or a metaphor or whatever. You know, my, It's literal. Well, in this case, it's whatever my opponent has projected they're going to use as that freaking anchor point. And if I can start clearing up that shadow, then they're going to go, bye.
0: Yeah, benefits go away. away. Right. But that is scary. If it is. If they go first turn... And they can have some fast units, and they snag the, the right amount of objectives that they need. Guess what? Mortal wounds, and they're deep striking within six next turn.
1: And if that wasn't enough, uh, the, detachment rule, or the detachment stratagem that we've seen for the demonic incursion is corrupt real space. At a cost of one command point, when start of any command phase, target one of your chaos uh, demon units from your army that is within range of an objective marker that you control. And the effect is that objective marker is said to be corrupted and remains under your control, even if you have no models within range of it until your opponent controls it at the start of any of their turns. In addition, while an objective marker is corrupted and under your control, the area of the battlefield within six inches of that objective marker is considered to be within your army's shadow of chaos. <laughs> so you get essentially... Uh... Lights out, cross the street, boy. <laughs> you can make your opponent double back on their heels if they're really trying to press forward, or you can start cherry-picking some really interesting objectives they may have overlooked in their pursuit to like push you off something.
0: What's cool is, let's say that your opponent takes takes over two other objectives. You still, you've corrupted one. You could throw guys back on deep strike them back yeah, there. Yeah, deep
1: strike them back there. They're going to have minus one of their leadership. Your opponent does for Battleshock, that is. You're going to have bonuses. Like, they almost kind of, they have the morale they need to stick around. Kind of amazing.
0: Imagine a fight over that and, like... It's just that objective, and now you're taking mortal right. wounds too on top of it. Reality so,
1: blinks, and you have three more guys in there, and then right? you deep striking another unit. And the next turn, you're like,
0: "Oh my gosh!" Super cool interactions there.
1: The rune is for, and they're great game. They're very happy with this, I think.
0: There's a lot to these first few factions, folks. Um, so just be patient with us. Uh, but we're going to go
1: on to the keeper of secrets. They're probably not looking at the time like we are. <laughs> Maybe they are. They're like, "Holy crap!" I told my friends. When we Tell us, us 4 about K.
0: All right, so. I'm going to go
1: discuss the Keeper of Secrets. You may go with the Idol of I... Baphomet, Mammon. It is all yours. I know that you Google over the one-breasted goat thing. <laughs> we can't help I... it. It's like in our blood, right? Look, the whole I would just thirsts. want to talk about
0: how much I hate this model. Do you? Yeah. It, you know how many times I've encountered this in, in tournaments? Never liked it. Aesthetically, you don't like it?
1: Oh no! Aesthetically, it's awesome. Oh, you mean as far as what it's the ruinate? I think every drukari, every Eldar, Eldari has what
0: the fuck is this?
1: Yeah, like uh, you know, there's nothing that haunts my dreams other than that caress of she who thirsts pulling me away every day. Nothing (laughs) worse
0: than something that's what ten times bigger than you, hundred times bigger than you, and faster. As yeah. a Dracari player?
1: Well, I mean, this is, after all, a, a, chaos, a an avatar of a Chaos God that was birthed from the decadent excess, what I like to call as a typical Saturday in Komorog, uh, <laughs> the Eldari Empire. So you can imagine that it will take on their best and worst qualities. Um, and in this case, Movement 14, Greater Demon. Yes. <laughs> Let me go over the stats.
0: Movement 14, T10. So we're Ooh. talking Swarm Lord. Save is 5+, plus, but it will has an invul and a 4-up. 18 wounds, leadership 6. Objective control, 5.
1: We're seeing that on the bigger guy, like your Primarchs and your...
0: Yeah. I just want to skip to one thing. This thing has a field of pain of 5+. plus. You mentioned tanking, right? We have 4-up, 5-up. No longer are the days that you're going to kill these things with mortal wounds or a good chunk of damage. It seems like they were pretty fragile. Listen to
1: this, my batch bro. You want to talk about tanks? Look at this, mesmerizing form. Minus one to hit it every time you attack it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're minus one to hit the <laughs> toughness 10, 18 wound, 4 plus end 5 plus heal no pain, greater demon that can move 14 inches. And ladies and
0: gentlemen, this thing is just all about melee. It has some range attacks, which is uh, from the psychic powers based.
1: Right, yeah, that's what we're seeing, and that makes sense. Although it does have its whip. I mean, that, that counts. a 12-inch uh,
0: We do, We, again... 12-inch whip, six attacks. We have a phantasm, witch fire power, 18, six attacks. And then we have another focused witch fire, 18, strength, or nine attacks. All hitting on ballistic skill two, all of those. And they're all strength six. And we're seeing a majority of the psychic powers being around that range of strength six. Neg one to two to three with one to two damage. Sometimes you can
1: really push it and you'll get hazards thrown on there. (laughs) Which means they can potentially hurt themselves. Right. Like old plasma rules you need overheat. But it
0: has quite a plethora of attacks. Uh, wit Stealer Sword, six attacks. Hitting on two, strength eight, Nick, two, three damage. Three damage, that's 24 damage.
1: Snapping Claws are devastating wounds.
0: Extra attacks as well, so you're always getting them. Yep. That's four attacks Weapon skill 2, strength 6, neg 2, 3 damages, kill an infantry.
1: And its ritual knife is also extra attacks.
0: And it also is 3 attacks, weapon skill 2, s- strength 6, Look neg 2, 2 damage. 13 attacks. And all
1: of these, by the way, are actually another AP minus onto that, because what I'm reading here is that the friendly Slanesh demon unit's within 6 inches of it, and I'm assuming it's within 6 inches of its hot self, are minus 1 to the armor penetration of the melee weapons.
0: Yeah, we still, I'm curious. Increased, the, rather, I should say. Yeah. It's a better way to read. I hope that's the case, because um, I'm I bet you Drazar.
1: Oh, <laughs> sure, giving out his
0: own aura again. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, right now we have no reason to suspect that wouldn't be the cadence, and they may have already said that it is. And if they have said it isn't, then we'll reserve an entire show to complain about it <laughs> and go over rules. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ah, gosh, the keeper
0: of secrets. It's gonna be hot.
1: Yeah, I, I think so,
0: so. I again at all points. If this is
1: four hundred range, you think or more? It was.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like it should be. Yeah, if it's in three hundreds, like it was previously. I mean, it, it, it.
1: I mean, this is. I've got Age of Sigmar points to gauge myself off of. Usually three eighty four hundred point range for the big guys. This is bounds better than it was. Yeah, and you know, and to that point, if you're thinking like, "Gosh, how am I going to kill this thing?" Like, you can target this from a mile away. Like, I'm not seeing anything on it that tells me. my computer still- screen. Um, it's a character. It's monster. I don't see leader. So you're not able to hide the darn thing. But you're with that invul, and you're
0: ignoring half damage right there. And then oh, you no, have a I, third of All that.
1: that is understood. All I'm trying is to plead with those that are sitting here going like, how am I supposed to? And you're like, trust me, you can. You can do it. No, I, no, uh, no, uh, no, I will other never protection.
0: Say we, that you can't deal with something.
1: I uh, will. Good luck dealing with Bellacor.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice segue, Scott.
1: I had to. I'm sorry. Uh, so with this guy, the Bellacor, ladies and gentlemen, is one of my favorites. He is the first OG was Kang Demon Prince. One second. Uh-oh. He's got wangs. He does have wings. And he's
0: slower than the Keeper of
1: Secrets. But he's movement 12, and he can fly over <laughs> stuff. I know. Yeah, I that kidding. Keeper of Secrets needs that extra uh, extra gallop, as it were, with those hooves. Um, but Bellacor, being the first demon prince, has incurred, although he doesn't have all the marks of the gods, at one point or another, he had gained each one of their blessing, and with that, the resentment that they gave the guy probably too much power. So now he is the master of shadows, duplicity, and frankly, those of you that hate Erebus should probably hate Bellacor for a lot of the same reasons. Anyway, let's get into him. Movement 12, as Stu pointed out. Toughness 10. 4 plus save. Also a 4 plus inbound. He's got 18 wounds, so we're seeing that as kind of a common cadence with our greater demons. Uh, 6 up leadership, and he's got 5 for his objective control. Now, this is where we get into the fun gravy. He has stealth. I just realized that now. Which is negative 1 to hit. Negative 1 to hit. Okay, so he's going to have that baked in. He is also going to have a Dark Master Aura. And this is uh, with our review of Gwillam and you'll you'll kinda no, we'll get to this in a second. Do the Dark Master R as an R of the battlefield within six inches of models considered to be within your army's shadow of chaos. So he's gonna project that ability just meandering around.
0: Everybody just is gonna take well if they fail the battle shock, which most likely
1: will. Or pass, you know, if it's your guys. Right. Um, taking those mortal wounds. Yeah, we're getting him back. Uh, <laughs> shadow form. <laughs> This is where it gets fun. So at the start of a battle round, that. right? Yeah, yeah. He's,
0: he's healing himself, he's healed,
1: D3. Yeah, he's healing himself. If he's, he passes. If he passes, yeah. If he's down, if he passes, he's also potentially healing all these other units that are passing. Like, it's it's going to be potentially gross. I didn't really even think of him that way either as this hard-to-hit pseudo-tank self-healer. He doesn't have feel-no-pain, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So with this shadow form, this is where we're going to get into some of the craziness. At I this, do... Oh, so oh I, no, go uh, ahead, Yeah, yeah. Just keep <laughs> interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you... You batch brother, you. Was the warp uh, your units? Did, did they need to be holy within to get the D three? It doesn't say
1: holy within; it just says within.
0: All right, well, that's even better. We don't
1: see those of sigmar <laughs> wordings. At least everyone's not yet.
0: just touching their toes in uh, this uh-huh. nine inch huge bubble on this guy. Right, and he's healing. he's
1: one of the knight size bases, I think. Yeah. i don't know if it's like, I have the model; I just haven't assembled the darn thing, and I hate myself for it every day. No, he's great looking. Um, his shadow form finally. <laughs> At the start of the battle round, select one shadow form ability. See the left. Until the end of the battle round, this model has that ability. So he's gonna be read, and shadows one of them. Paul of Despair is another, and then Shadow Lord. So let's start at the top. First one's an Aura, it is psychic. While friendly Chaos Demon units within six inches of this model that can only be targeted by range attacks if the attacking model is within eighteen inches.
0: So his a little less <laughs> better to <alone> loan <laughs> operative. Yeah, but, but it, giving it to everybody. Everybody
1: within six inches of this guy. It's like you ain't okay. shooting nothing yeah, you're first not, turn. You're not hitting the bubble of the yeah, exactly. Most most of the things you want to put in there with his base size, you're right. Holy crap. Okay. I so mean the like first turn, I like that. You pop that out.
0: That's like good twenty inches plus.
1: Right. And I, I had to look it up again as far as how many units you can set up in reserve for deep strike. You may not know that yet, but assuming it's half, I mean you can you could easily fit half your army in that guy's little
0: or a quarter. Yeah, or Half quarter. Half or quarter.
1: Yeah. Seeming like on a deep strike in the remainder. Okay, uh, Paul of Despair. And this one we had to read a couple of times. It's kind of wordy and odd. I'll read it once through, and then we'll kind of give you our take on it in case those of you out there disagree or somehow read it differently. In the Battleshock step of your opponent's command phase, if an enemy unit that is below starting strength has been six inches of this model, that unit must take a Battleshock test for the purposes of the ability if the unit has a starting strength of one, is considered to be below be below starting strength while it has lost one or more wounds. Essentially,
0: if you're within that bubble, you're taking a battle shock test.
1: Now, if you're a lone
0: character, we were, we're just, we were talking about this earlier. If you're part of a unit, you're still going to be taking that that battle shock test, and you're going to be considered the wounded part. So you're taking,
1: yeah, yeah. Basically, in this, like, you have to be half strength. Half. You have to be a half or below before you start incurring these battle shock tests. And in this case, when you're within this guy's bubble range. You could just have one guy missing out of a 20 man squad, and you're treated as if you're below half. Uh, you know, conversely, you know, or, or in addition to, when you're looking at your characters, if they only have one wound on them, they're treated as if they're a half wounds or below. There's just a long
0: winded description of that you're going right. to be taking a Battleshock test. If you're
1: damaged, you're taking a Battleshock test. doesn't matter if it's one wound, one model down, you're treated as if you're eligible to take that you test. You have one,
0: one damage on a night, you're taking a Battleshock test. Yes,
1: and that's where it can get crazy because what happens when you fail that Battleshock test that you're also at a penalty to take?
0: Oh, you're not objective secure. That's for sure. And D three mortal wounds. <laughs> and D <D3> three mortal wounds. <laughs>
1: wow, not as, not as a, not as scary to a knight, But well, it can't. I think it can be when you start throwing in. You just it's just layers. It's just ting 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 yeah. ting ting ting. You know, death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand fears. I'm gonna get in your skin.
0: Battle shock is a real thing.
1: And then I'm gonna get in your head. Okay. And last but not least, or it might be the least, no, your guys is calling this, Shadow Lord Aura. While a friendly Chaos Demons unit is within six inches of this model, you can reroll Battleshock tests and leadership tests for that unit.
0: You're oh man, just the, the combos from this, you're healing, you're causing mortal wounds, your own units are healing. It's just lots of stuff. So um he's I, want, pretty I tanky. want to build
1: a demon army now. I'm gonna get this guy out of storage. <laughs> I mean
0: I don't want do to do it. Keep me on track. You're going to force <laughs> me to play Death Guard. It's our five-year plan. Wait to
1: 12th edition. Okay.
0: All on right. to the weapon spotlight. Weapon spotlight. The first is the Bile Blade. Extra attacks, lethal hits. This is on a greater unclean one. Melee, three attacks, two up weapon skills, six, uh, strength six, neg two, two damage. Um. So he's always getting... Lots of
1: attacks in Bioblade. Yeah, and if he gets a six, I believe lethal hits, if he scores a six to hit, it's just going to auto-wound? Uh, Yep. Yeah, I bet I bet that's like a Nurgle baked-in rule. I bet you it is. Yeah, that'll be fun. There seems like they're... Like fantasy just, poison just, weapons.
0: Just from this preview, it seems like they're going to move away from potential hardiness to lots of hits. Right. Lots of poison. Lots of
1: lethal hits. Well, the, the next unit profile uh, spotlight is actually two special characters. I don't know if you know that. So <laughs> this is wielded by one of my favorite uh, greater demons, the man, the angriest demon there will ever exist, probably second only to his incarnate, in which he's an avatar of. Uh, this is Scarbrand, and what he wields is slaughter and carnage. And those of you that don't know, each one of those has effectively a bloodthirster in them. What? Yeah. And when you look at what they do, you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. All right, so in fact, before this guy chooses what he's going to do, he's going to pick between strike or sweep. Uh, strike is going to be less attacks, hits harder. Sweep's going to be more attacks, doesn't hit as hard. Atypical. Yeah, atypical. All right, okay, but speaking of atypical and corn, um, your strike is going to be eight attacks. You're going to hit on twos. It's at strength 16, minus four AP with six damage. That's potential of, of 48 damage. It's, it's so dumb. Like, you just have a lot of eights. Imagine him...
0: Charging into two knights and the splitting the attacks of just Are you these? trying to
1: say he can bring in 48 skulls of that?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I think so, too. That's a lot of damage. It is. It is. Flat six.
1: Okay, uh, and then we have sweep, and this is where it's going to be 16 attacks. Weapon skill 2+, plus strength 8, minus 1 AP, and 2 damage. To its namesake, he's clearing the board. That's a lot.
0: <laughs> it, it, it feels
1: that way. I mean, you're looking at Marines. They're going to get a 4-plus save against that, and everyone they fail is dead, but that's 16 attacks. Like...
0: Yeah. Uh, odds are they're failing eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we were talking about the strike as well. You know, conversely, you can throw this guy against a vehicle. And at Strength 16, he's probably be winning most of them on threes. Threes is my guess. Right. Because, I mean, have you seen any Toughness 8 vehicles within the power armor range? What was a Rhino? Do you recall? Ten. Ten. Okay. So, yeah, we're you're looking at threes. Still, I mean... Gone when he wounds it. Like I mean, you know, like he's, he's a wounding a knight.
0: On, he's wounding a knight on three. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that that's a wide three spectrum. But yes, you were hitting seven out of the eight,
0: and then he's wounding uh two thirds of that. So he's wounding four to five. Yep. Uh, four times six is what? I, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I mean the 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 thing for corn was always like high damage, but they also just like fettered really quick, right? Mm-hmm. So. It does yeah, do you think scary. they'll give
1: him a decent invulnery? they will be like five up? A five up. Do you think they'll give him rules where he gets better as My he gets guess angrier? is
0: they'll give him a five up with a neg one damage.
1: Interesting. Because we a, haven't seen it. Right. Now, and, in Age of Sigmar, I do want to point out, he is one of the only greater demons in my knowledge, or monster characters that get worse with damage, he gets better.
0: Yeah, that was his thing in ninth.
1: Okay, I cool. I want to see that again. That, I'd be very happy. If that is the case, please keep that in. Just going to piss him off more. I mean... I like I'm, I, I really like that. I, I'll, I'll be honest too. He's another model I own. You just need a great and clean one, and you're good I, to go. I'm not buying, No, I don't because I don't have a keeper of secrets. I don't have a Lord of Change. You just you're so blah 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 blah. I, I got the ones I like. I got the named guys. They're cool. Okay. Oh, we're out of the we're out of the warp. We're now <laughs> up on high and faithful ever again. <laughs> we're going to church. What the adeptus word is, don't let these nuns catching you do wrongdoings of the warp, because they'll do more than slapping the wrist of the ruler, I'll tell shoot you that much. You in,
0: shoot you with the melted gun. And th-
1: when they decide they're going to hit you with it, boy, they're going to hit you with it, because what we see these ladies get right back again is access to the miracle dice.
0: I like it.
1: Of course I, you do. Well, it has similar beats to something that we will talk about in the not-too-distant uh, not future, if you're far-seeing ahead. Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> uh, but in this case... Um, you know, these sisters, the ladies in power armor, they're going to gain a miracle dice at the start of each one of their turns. And then they're going to gain one each time an adeptus Sororitus unit from their army is destroyed. So that pushes for minimum size squads for Sororitus. That could be the case, yeah. Uh, and in this case, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with the miracle dice, what happens is you're going to gain one. You're going to roll that die then and there. No, the, no, 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 what? no!
0: You, you actually before. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Each you, time you get a miracle
1: die, roll one d six, and a reroll is uh, the value of the miracle die. The value cannot be changed or rerolled unless the rule specifies that. Keep your miracle dice to one side. This is your miracle dice pool.
0: Okay. So a pool of specific dice that you can use for damage, saves, all kinds of cool stuff.
1: So what's going to happen is you're going to come up upon a roll, and before you roll, it, you're going to pick whether or not you're going to use this miracle die, and you're going to secure that roll as that number.
0: And what we have is advance rolls, battle shock test, charge rolls, damage rolls, hit rolls, save throws, and wound rolls. Wound rolls, yeah. The ones I that excite me is the damage. I mean, you're just so you net those sixes,
1: boom. Hit, hit wound and damage. I mean, you got three six, boom, 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 boom. I, right? I'm trying to think. Is there? Let me let me speed read this, folks, and see if there's any like cap on. There's no how cap. many you can use. There's no cap. Wow. Okay. Perfect. So now you have it, um, and we were, and we'll get more into this. We were speculating, like, gosh, this kind of feels like Corn Army from Age of Sigmar, where I got to go have units die to get like currency, but the, the, there's other ways of farming that. So again, beginning of your turn, take minimum size units, and then as we move along, um, we're gonna hit the Blood of Martyrs detachment.
0: So the Blood of Martyrs detachment, each time the Adeptus Sororitas model in your army makes an attack, add one to the hit roll if that model's unit is below. Starting strength, add one to the wound roll as well if that model's unit is below half strength. So plus one to hit wound if you're below half. For the purpose of of this ability, if that unit has a starting strength of one, it is considered to be below half strength. While it
1: has one or more um, models lost, yeah, wounds lost. Yeah, yeah. You're, I think in this case, like thinking beyond uh, characters. I mean, your dreadnoughts, your 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 transports, most of your vehicles, your single standing. Morvenval. Oh, yeah. are they considered a single-strength model? They are. Interesting. Yeah, you're, you're probably right on that. I like that.
0: Plus one to hit wound across the board as things start to fetter is pretty good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It makes those turn three, four, five really deadly.
1: When if you're taking those minimum-sized units that make it attractive for your punt to go all oh, wipe them and you get that three-plus armor safety power armor, you might be able to like risk reward. Oh, you didn't kill them. I didn't get the miracle die. Well, they're going to hit you back harder and they're going to reliably do it. Like, that's cool. Okay, I can get into this. All right. No, what do I they get? It. We're going to rejoice the fallen with our hallowed martyrs. The death of a battle sister only stirs the survivors to fight harder to exact swift vengeance. So when is this going to happen? It's going to happen in your opponent's shooting phase, just after an enemy unit has resolved its attacks. Who's at the target? One Adeptus sorority unit from your army that had one or more of its models destroyed as a result of the attacking unit's attacks. And the effect? Your unit can shoot as if it were your shooting phase, but it must target only the enemy unit when doing so. It can only do so if the enemy unit is an eligible target. Be careful what you target is right. basically what this stratagem Actually.
0: is, which for one CP, it could be. I mean, imagine it works. I'm going to take a couple pot shots with my pistols. You kill one sister and they have four flamers.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> You're toast. You're toast. Here's a 46 coming I, your way. I am wondering. Okay, this is where Not we're going to Not as a negative to shoot it or anything for torrent if there's a d6 is that considered the to hit roll? because like could i just say like i'm going to use that six on the flamer to hit to get six shots it's not well, okay. unless it's specific- unless it's a rat or something i don't know that's interesting but my we, guess we had is questions no, because about it- sustained hits and torrent, so i it kind of fall into that same category i think
0: we would need the the rule book to specifically say like does the torn hits count as a, it says it automatically hits
1: right But again, yeah, that's that's where it gets fuzzy. And I'm looking at you, Games Workshop. I feel like you bake those in to get our opinion first before you clarify it later. (laughs) But I appreciate that you guys want our input, so we're gonna move along and continue to give it. But but still scary service.
0: I mean, you think about. uh, I mean,
1: really, like, well, do sisters have an involved save? They do. They do. Now, in the past, I remember you used to be able to take sisters. Okay, she's showing my ignorance here. I mean, I remember. You could take multi meltas and like three or four of them in a squad. Well, they have a,
0: they're, they had a, like a devastator squad version, with yeah, like, okay. just full of multi, multi meltas right. or flamers.
1: You shoot at that squad because you're not, I
0: forget thinking. what the name of the squad and it, it kills, pains me to say that. I, but they, I mean, it's okay. Since we've had the retributors, Hestodes, retributors, retributors.
1: Okay. I was about to say purgator. No, that's great. night. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so much content. There's just too many religious, those holy in doubt of the emperor, the god emperor's light.
0: That Retributors monkeys. always had a whole bunch of fancy kits and stratagems attached to them, so I'd be curious um, if this doesn't get pushed any
1: further. Rejoice the Fallen. I like it.
0: But, um, again, oh, four flamers, an extra couple sisters coming out of a, a, a rhino. Be careful. Be careful. Re- could really set up a huge screen. Don't shoot them. you got to yeah, charge them. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, your opponent shooting phase, I had to double back on that. I was like, Is that happen with Overwatch? No, Okay.
0: That's shooting phase. It does say shooting phase, but I mean, like, just sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to step out and go back. You're to the
1: connect. only one stepping, but I've already moved forward, <laughs> but you know, go ahead. You've got the floor.
0: They're, they're, they're four flamers, four heavy flamers is really a huge screening unit. You can't shoot them because they'll shoot you back unless you have some distance, right? Right. So you can position them into on an objective. And you don't want to
1: get too close to them either in your pursuit to get in the units behind them because they're going to over forward and flame you. Yeah, yeah or overwatch, right. or whatever that may look like. Yeah, it's going to be
0: threat potential. Absolutely. Which is that's
1: awesome. that's the best way to put it. Threat potential in a game of nothing but opportunity costs and threat assessment.
0: So let's talk about one uh another unit that can help us with getting miracle dice. Oh
1: jeez. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. Let's let's Do you want to you want to hit the St. Catherine cuz honestly folks, like this unit profile is as robust as the greater demons themselves. If you're a sister player, we encourage you to go look it up. Um, but we'll touch on a couple of things that we think makes her cool, yeah, and then we'll we're going to give you a spotlight on the battle sister squad, because I think that's where the army's going to come a little more into focus.
0: So, she... The the Triumph, Triumph of St. Catherine, T3, which is a little disheartening, but we have, we're have we sitting on a four-up invuln, and I think one thing on its abilities is it's a leader.
1: Yeah, you can put it in a squad of others. So you can give us some bodyguards.
0: Yeah. Uh, it just... It, does so much stuff, six up, feel no pain, uh, pl- add one to the text of rapid fire weapons, I mean, it's just...
1: It's, it has the relics of the matriarchs and effectively at the start of your battle round, you can select up to two abilities uh, from there. So, uh, go ahead and pick one randomly, and I'll pick one randomly, and then we'll let the audience go and effectively read through the other four.
0: I'm gonna do Censor of Sacred Rose because that was a good favorite of mine. Do While it. the friendly Adeptus sororitas units within six of this model Im- improve the unit's leadership characteristic by one. Not the best, but we're we're sure seeing leadership. Uh,
1: you may want it to because their leadership isn't the best. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, that's it, it helped kind of reinforce where their weakness spots You're are. You're
0: getting a marines save at that right. point in time. You are getting. You have to roll two dice to get six ups.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the fiery heart. Do it. It's a cold reading. While a friendly Adeptor Sororitas unit is within six inches of the model, if that unit is destroyed, the miracle dice you gain as a result is automatically a six. Yeah, that's good or bad, I think. Yeah, no, it's really good because I'm starting to remember what
0: leadership is in this. You you always want to roll high. So you throw a five-man unit out there to take an objective, and your opponent has to respond, and you just cast that on there. There's a six-up yeah. miracle dice yeah, right there. Yeah, you just having
1: the pocket. That's like, oh, i got to roll damage on my melt gun Oh, I'm going to make a six.
0: You're going to kill it anyways, right? Right. I'm going to take that six. Yeah, I like that. I like And I'm going to punch you back with it. Yeah, I'm
1: going to punch you back hard. Yeah, it's definitely an army that puts itself out there. It says, come at me, and then it punishes you for spilling the blood of the sacred martyr.
0: It gets stronger as the game progresses, which is awesome. It just it seems like it's you know, a turned phrase for a different style, right?
1: I, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but, you know, without going into details in the Jukari rules, they get rewarded for the pain that they put out. And these sisters, they get rewarded for the pain they endure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be a funny match. Oh, this is
1: so hot already. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> they came out with a box set around that. I thought it was fun, but... Um, that is. Let's get into the battle sisters themselves. So they've retained their three plus save, their toughness three. They are movement six. Uh, they have OC 2 and a leadership 7. So they're going to need, as, as Stu had pointed out, that a buff to their leadership. But this is where they get really interesting. Okay. So they've got their chair. Once per battle, they can, uh, when this unit's performed an act, it can go ahead and gain another miracle dice. So it performs its miracle act. What decides is going miracle do? Well, miracle acts when you choose to use your miracle dice. Okay. Right? Acts of faith, right? Acts of faith. So That's they
0: can... Expend one and get one. Basically,
1: yeah. If they have one to expend, or you have one to expend, they're just—it's just, just going to be a free return. Uh, and designer note on that: yeah, you're going to want to have your model. <laughs> um, with other things, Defender of the Faith. So at the end of your command phase, for each objective marker that you control, should get better text reading on this. That has one or more units from your army with this ability on it, you gain one miracle dice.
0: And let's just jump down to war gear abilities. Uh, Simulactrum, Imperialis. Each time this unit is. Each time a unit is destroyed
1: by the Bears unit, you gain one miracle dice. Yeah, so you're you're gaining them when you're killing stuff. You're gaining them when you're killed. You're gaining them when you control objectives. Your battle line sister
0: squads are going to be important.
1: And yeah, I could see why they might want to cap you at only being able to take six. If you're going to take them as small as you can, I almost willing to bet you're going to have to take them in in ten lady lady sized squads. I don't want to say ten man. It's so naturally ten man squads in this. So ten lady sized squads. That's my guess. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. How much does the kit, the actual uh, plastic kit, come with? It is sixty, but it comes with a lot. Well, I mean, they're... as far as model count, not accessories. Is uh, it 10? it's ten. Yeah. Okay. And I imagine they're gonna be minimum size ten if they're not already.
0: my yeah, I mean, you're... but
1: but I'm already thinking like you were back in the old Ricard days, where it's like, how many witches can I take to put in a raider, and how many times can I spam that? Like, right. <laughs> different reasons, folks. We weren't given miracle dice then. But even miracles. then.
0: What I think there were 12 11 points for the battle line sisters, so I, I doubt they're going to vary from that.
1: Still three or four points cheaper than your Marine before they gave them the two up or the two wounds. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think f- taking multiples, I mean, you, not, I don't even think I know you're going to be taking three minimum, right? Well, that, you know, one concern to to coming into
1: this, uh, going coming into 10th edition, we've talked about is a uh, force organization, and it seems pretty loose, pretty liberal as far as what you can do, but one thing that. I think everyone's going to really focus on is taking battle line. I mean, battle line is going to be what separates your units from what's scoring and not scoring really,
0: especially for sisters.
1: Yeah. Especially. And a lot of the other armies we've seen. I mean, a lot of the battle line units have those fun little rules that interact with objectives or gain you command points back or something.
0: But again, three potential ways of spawning miracle dice. Yeah. Pretty cool.
1: I like it. Yeah. And at first we're going to this like, man, they don't like, they don't punch. Oh, (laughs) well, I got to die a lot to hang on. Yeah. I, I'm, they're growing. I mean, the more we talk about these lovely ladies, the more I I want to see if they'll court me in a Drakari kind of way. <laughs> You'll take my pain.
0: Right. You'll take my agony.
1: Right. And I'll take you on a ride to Komorog. I can't promise I'll have you home before the lights go out. Would she destroy her way out, always of out with all the pain? No. <laughs> no. Not even by a long shot.
0: It was, a, it was, a, it was, there was a chance.
1: They're always, you got it. Well, that's what makes the pain better, is if you make them think that there is a chance. If they give in to hopelessness right off the bat, then there's nothing to really savor and farm. Is it
0: hopelessness when you're a martyr?
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. You have to like give <laughs> them hope. You have to give them hope thinking that they can get out. And the more they have this hope, you can just like,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Alright. Moving on Moving to the, on the weapons Conflaguration Rockets. Rocket launcher! It is blast heavy, ignores cover indirect fire. Range 36, attacks 3d6, ballistic skill 3. So that uh, goes up to 2.
1: Oh, wow. It's even built into the organ. It's like the old Empire rocket battery and it just shoots right out of the organ. They like hit a note and it goes... Right. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. They have lurch on it.
0: Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Strength five, zero AP, Maybe 1 it's damage. A I don't know. I think it's an organ. It's going to be peppering everybody everywhere.
1: It does feel like an anti-infantry deterrent. I mean, you're going to ignore cover. You get that the bonus to hit which kind of washes if they stand still which washes out the indirect fire. But it's if you can blast. see, okay. But if you, but can, if you can, can see, it's two plus, yeah, right. cool.
0: Um, the other profile's exorcist missile launcher. This is thirty-six inches as well. Also heavy
1: and indirect fire.
0: Heavy and indirect attacks. D six plus two. Blitz skill three. Strength ten. Neg two. D six damage. That is also impressive.
1: Impressive. And if you haven't picked up already, indirect fire. You do not require line of sight to target that unit. But if you don't have line of sight, you're going to incur a minus one to hit. I believe it's negative one to the ballistic skill. Or oh, or is is it? Ooh. We're going to go to the cogitators, ladies and gentlemen. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. So Subtract one from the attack's hit roll, and the target has the benefit oh, of cover against the roll. attack. No, that's important that we hit on that because they're going to have the benefit of cover. But in some cases, it freaking ignores it. <laughs> but that's fine. It doesn't have an AP on it. You know, I'm looking at the silver lining. Watch your backfield. <laughs> Find my cloud in the silver lining, why don't you? Um, no, it's cool. I like it. All right.
0: And then we go on to Mor- Vall.
1: Piercing a light through the dark heart of her enemies with the lance of illumination.
0: Yes. Range. So these are this is gonna be your melee, melee attack. I, and much like me. Uh, yeah, right.
1: You're gonna look at that and you're like, what's the range? Well it's melee range, ladies and gentlemen. Um but much like Bell uh I Belcour, much like Scarbrand, she's gonna have a strike and a sweep profile with this. Devastating wounds on top of it. Uh,
0: for the for the strike at least. So she has five attacks, weapon skill two, strength eight. Neg two, three damage. Every six is popping that three mortal wounds. Three mortal wounds. Yeah, that's nice. Then we're going to sweep, doubling our attacks. Weapon skill two, five strength five. Neg one, one damage. Yeah, so it can clear out
1: some some small infantry. Sure. I say small infantry. Sure. I mean strength five. You're still wounding marines on threes. Keep in mind she takes a wound,
0: right? Martyrdom. Oh yeah, she's she, is she part of
1: that? I guess it doesn't matter. We'll get into that more. But yeah, when you pick your detachments, it pretty well. Plus one wound and
0: plus one to hit would be pretty cool. It would be
1: pretty cool. I, that's she's nice. I like that.
0: I doubt you are gonna push her to that limit, but
1: somebody might push her to that limit though, right? and you are gonna be able to fall back on that. Like, right? yeah, like go ahead and put that scourge across my back. I dare you. I am gonna wound you. Cat on the of nine up tails. Nine. Yeah, I am gonna hit you now, and I am gonna hit you hard.
0: I really, really like them. I was surprised. I, I was as I was reading, I wasn't impressed, but I I'm throw a
1: curveball at you. Well, finish your thought on what your thoughts of the army rules. Oh, because uh, this curveball will probably take you dead, stop you dead in your tracks.
0: As 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 I was deep diving, I I take I take it all back.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, same here. And I like that. That's kind of the fun opportunity, at least for us. I know a lot of you are helping us self indulge here, but you were going through this and it, it the little epiphanies of what to expect and really just what to get excited about. And I'm not. I don't have any interest in ever playing this army. I never have. I doubt I ever will. But I'm really excited for the people I know that have this army, and I'm excited for the people that may want to get into this army one day. It, it, Not to sound cheesy about it. I mean, I've kind of... It's cool. The play style for an Imperium army, it's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely unique. Uh, and they all are, for that matter. But uh, my question for you.
0: Shoot.
1: of If you have one, you know, anything that comes to mind, what is your favorite Sisters of Battle um, miniature? A Depth of miniature?
0: Mm, I'd have to say the Repentia.
1: The Repentia? Okay. Yeah,
0: I like the Repentia, too. I mean, essentially, they've sinned, and you're...
1: you're- yeah. Oh, the conceptually repent is really cool. I mean, we, we Stu and I, come back, we, we hearken back to role-playing game pen and paper days, you know, dark heresy in there. Right. There's a fair amount of the Adeptus, Adeptus sororis sort of influence in that, because the Order hereditus will will tap on them. So we'd see this stylized, amazing conceptualized art, mostly, I think, pulled from the Witch Hunters Codex of old, and to see that kind of you know reiterated the way it has, it's been fun. But the models are also
0: just amazing yeah they're absolutely. all uh <laughs> tortured up yeah and sent in to battle with a blade do do your do your
1: worst do your worst all right i'm gonna do my worst now you ready for my favorite go for it it's the new canonist the way it looks like samuel jackson in a week weird...
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna talk about that you thought i was gonna be serious now i'm gonna
1: take a detour <laughs> and, and borrow from our cousins and Deep in the web way, those that worship the laughing God cigarette <laughs> when I see that and it's just the paint job ladies and gentlemen a lot of these faces they don't look as feminine as they could be but it's also like battle sisters that are you know they're in war I mean they don't his heads case, yeah mainly women it's, it's credit where credit is due the paint job on this when you go to their website and check out the canonist it's immaculate it's nice but to me in, in my more cynical days and still right now my less cynical days I see it and I think Man, that kind of looks like Samuel Jackson if you wore a wig <laughs> I thought you were going to say their
0: their version of pain engines. No, that's...
1: I mean, they're cool, but... Well. are the Arcoflagellants? Those yeah, are really cool. They are yeah, cool. again, another hallmark to the Inquisition. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Ever appreciative. That is it for
0: the sisters. Moving on to the Leagues
1: of Squats. For <laughs> <laughs> clarification, ladies and gentlemen, they're called the Leagues of Votan, but in previous editions, they were the Squats. Effectively, space dwarves, um, and boy, howdy, has the internet called them squatty. Well, it's it's funny because I think they're still called squats in Necromunda. They are, and that's because that's how the gangers reference them. I mean, it's it's the squat gang, like, oi, these squat
0: gangs, and I and I say squatty as in
1: they. At first
0: glance, everyone they've they've been nerfed, but we don't have full details yet. I mean,
1: frankly, Ninth Edition, they with the Astra Militarum and the World Eaters were all some of the last sort of faction rules to see come out. So it, it probably feels like they've been nerfed more so than any of the other factions because they did such radical and cool things when they came out. I mean Everybody they got in tenth edition has been dialed down. They've been gone from eleven back to ten. I mean they came out at fifteen. <laughs> in their case maybe, yeah. And Yeah then, you're not wrong because I mean they had to release an errata before they even released the release.
0: Yeah, they went down to twelve on the before they <laughs> Before they even hit the shelves. But
1: holistically, and I know that you were a player, you dabbled in the Space Dwarfs, uh, would you say that their their army rules at least follow the same cadence as they had in the previous edition?
0: I believe so. I think that the 2CP stratagem, which we'll get into, ladies and gentlemen, um, is a bit much, but...
1: <laughs> I mean, you say that, we've already read another army that,
0: <laughs> that did the same thing. But it did the same thing with 1CP. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I can see why it's 2. We'll get into that. But if I may for a moment... If you guys don't know the lore of the Leagues of Votan, go check it out. Uh, I'm a big fantasy buff. Reading it, I could appreciate some of the elements of the old fantasy world, dwarfs, and how they've been iterated in a 40k space fashion. regs are a thing. We'll get into that. Um, all things sort of for the Votan, or really the collective, the clan, as it were. So it's it's very fun. If you again, if you're like me on the first release, you looked at them and you thought this is stupid. Go back and take another
0: look. There. They I had to-, to take another look after Scott brought it up to me. They're diamond are seems- off, really. It it's like Eldar meets Adeptus Mechanicus.
1: Yeah, that actually is an interesting ploy. But yeah, let's go ahead without much further ado on this. Sure, let's sure. get into the army rules, and I'll, I'll let you take away the Eye of the Ancestors.
0: Absolutely. So the Eye of the Ancestors is, is the army rule. If your army faction is uh, Leagues of Oten, each time enemy model units destroy, each time an enemy model unit destroys a League of Oten unit from your army, that enemy gains one judgment token. An enemy unit can never have more than two judgment tokens. Any, fur- any further judgment tokens on the unit would be uh, just ignored. Each time a model in your army with this ability makes an attack that targets a unit with one or more judgment tokens until the, the model's attack has been resolved, apply the relevant bonus from the table below to that attack. So with one judgment token, uh, you add one to
1: the hit roll. It's called imminent threat. Imminent threat. Yeah, one to the hit roll.
0: Two. Now we've got a grudge to settle. No, we've got a grudge to settle. Add one to the hit roll and add one to the wound roll. Listen
1: here, Madling. All right, I'm sorry. Gotrek and Felix books. A little (laughs) spoiled on those. No, that's awesome. It's one to the hit and to the wound roll. Add one to the hit and wound. roll And I'm guessing that it's not cumulative, or maybe it is. I mean, if if, if they do come out and clarify that they're you are not hitting have, on twos. No. Yeah, that would be insane. But I, I do like they're getting both one to the hit and one to the wound roll. And in this case, it's like one unit comes out, does some damage, and the whole army can go, you know what? You, you, you're you done. You're done, son. We
0: don't know the application of how they're getting judgment tokens, but previs- previously you had an HQ that could point it out. You had, if you jumped on an objective, you got in a judgment token. There was lots of, it, it was...
1: But so far what we have seen is it looks like your opponent is the one, the, un, the units that are attacking you are earning them as they destroy your units, and then your reaction to them comes back hard. And it's yeah, everybody. I think, just, you know.
0: I'm just taking a step back here and looking and talking about how this arm is going to play. The last edition, they were they were super elitist because they were... Their damage was high. Their point cost was high. I think that's going to change. I think you're going half the point cost because the damage potential is not there. And now, I mean, like, imagine you only have, because on average, there was like seven to eight, seven to nine units in ninth edition. Okay. That army bonus doesn't seem that appealing. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think everything's going to go down. Way, 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 way down, and we're seeing that more
1: battlefield presence to really utilize that army rule across the board.
0: And my guess, ladies and gentlemen, is that we're going to get more unit types because the army is not full fledged (laughs) out yet, it's
1: it's still in its infancy. It's like the Tau when they first came out, is what it feels like. It does, it does feel old now.
0: But let's go on to the detachment rule of the oath band, oath
1: band, ruleless efficiency.
0: I'm gonna. Wrap this up in a quick synopsis. Essentially, you're going to point out a unit, one that you want to go down and go down quickly, and you are rewarded by CP and how quickly you destroy that unit. Okay,
1: you start of the battle, you go that unit. You get two judgment tokens. And it's based on turns. So if
0: you kill it, it says, so if you pick this unit and you destroy it in the first or second turn, you get three command points, which we know command points in this edition is going to be scarce. So you could pick out something that is weak um but there's a kicker to this to this oath band is whatever you pick automatically gets two judgment tokens boom two judgment tokens now do you want to haggle with this potentially for the for for the game and risk some of your command points or keep two judgment tokens on a on a high priority target
1: yeah yeah absolutely and that, that is nice. I like that. I didn't think about that angle that, hey, this target is effectively going to be uh, more at the mercy and prone to injury from the, the bulk of my army. Plus one to wound, plus or one to hit. do I want to effectively go run the gauntlet, try to kill them early, turn one or two, and then get three command points to boot? Boom. And it, it does go down the line. If you, if you uh, destroy them on turn three or four command phase, it's two CP, all the way down to your fifth command phase, which is one CP.
0: So you're still rewarded regardless, right. but... Um, it's just you know advanced player.
1: I, it's funny. It says unit destroyed at the start of your first. I guess you could pick a unit. Oh gosh, I just thought about that. Like in what instance would you be eligible to gain three command points at the start of your first command phase? Okay, I'm playing against somebody that can. I know they're gonna make a unit that can charge me turn one. Hypothetically, I think we've seen instances of this. Boom, I'm gonna pick them. They're gonna bait them. They're gonna come in. They don't kill me. I'm gonna hit them back hard, and they're gonna die in the close combat they initiated. Start of my next my first turn, I've got three command points.
0: It'd, That'd it'd be, be hard, but the scenario is, yeah, is, but, but you is uh, possible.
1: It's you'd say it's hard, but if I'm playing against somebody that that is their sort of Queen's Gambit, I know that's what they're gonna do, and they haven't played me before necessarily like I'm I can Line see, up with dwarfs. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you could assault that one. <laughs> let me let me let me bait you out. Right. And if that wasn't enough, uh the Oath Band a battle tactic stratagem, reactive reprisal is nice. Uh, Much like the sisters. But it's a little more expensive. And so in this case, same cadence, it's when your opponent shoots at you just after the enemy unit has more than one judgment tokens has resolved its attacks. So they had to have judgment tokens. That is another key ingredient there. Um, you target one of your leagues of OTAN unit from your army that was selected as the target of one or more of those attacking units. And the effect is that unit can shoot as if we your shooting phase, but it must target the unit that attacked it if eligible to do so.
0: Lots to unpack there, honestly, because you can. You think about leaders and their guns.
1: Yeah, and the fact that you're already, in this in this case, in order to be eligible, you're already getting plus one to hit. You may have two judgment tokens on them, in which case it's plus one to hit and plus one to wound on your opponent shooting turn. Right. I mean, if that was one of those units where it's like, man, I'm going to roll into close combat. Before I do, I'm going to soften them up with this shooting from this unit. Yeah. Think again, boy.
0: I think that it's two CP because I think the Leagues of Oten will yield lot better weaponry than the sisters and it looks
1: like they can they well at least in the case of the oath band you could try to like oath band you can try to farm some in the beginning but you're right i think that there's probably going to be a little ways that you can farm them easier or because of how effective they are imagine, i they gotta make it more expensive
0: imagine this so i i'm across the field from a big knight i know it's going to be shooting all game i'm going to bait out my land fortress okay and then I, he targets me. Guess what? I'm going to shoot you right back. You shoot right back with that. With, with the full land fortress. And I oath banned that night.
1: Yeah. yeah in this case, yeah. Get fucked. Right. Get fracked. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. It's fine. You, you're afforded. <laughs> I think that's your second one. We're afforded like four before we get thrown off the air and the FCC really comes down our throat. That was my <laughs> first one. It's two. It was two? I promise. There might even be three. You want to go for four? No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, let's go into leagues of OTAN units spotlight. Um, I'll let do you want to cover some of this, and I'm sure. going to go through what I like about, like, what really the first thing Earthken I Earthkin
0: warriors, which is going to be your battle line guys, your bread and butter. Their movement five. They are T five. Yeah, you hit it. I love that about them. T five four up save one wound. Their leadership is seven, like the sisters, and their their objective control too. So, but T five basic infantry is actually pretty good turns out <laughs> except for the uh for the
1: luck has need keeps i like that That's basically the guard rule or the Kadian shock troops they can come up take an objective move on i think they're going to need it in movement five with everybody else the speed I, going up i
0: like that sprinkled into all these mixes yeah yeah of, that, uh, not
1: everybody has it like we haven't seen that for chaos space Marines, and so they get like a bonuses to wound you if you're on objectives yeah it's fun uh, what looks here I, I've I, I sped red past this the med pack uh, and this if a model's bear unit has it they get a six up fuel no pain holy crap
0: yeah uh the bear also oh so if they have the wave crest it's a four up invuln. so but the whole squad rather than reviving like they had currently uh-huh. they're gonna feel so no pains so their t5 with a field no pain on six up it feels pretty good <laughs> actually uh ladies and ladies and gents don't underestimate a six up feel no pain.
1: Never. Yeah. Coming from the Jukari players that have had that buff in previous editions, it has disappointed many of Laz's cannon operator. <laughs> Couple you roll like you you roll your three sixes, you're like, sorry, I mean if I were rolling for D&D, I would love this, but right now you don't.
0: All you players <laughs> yeah. that have played me in a tournament setting, sometimes they're hot.
1: Yeah, some sometimes that feel no pain on a raider just isn't isn't your day. I'm sorry. Um
0: <laughs> so comes array. Um, each time the target, each time you, tar- you target the bear's unit with a stratagem, uh essentially you're getting your CP back.
1: You gain one on a five plus. Yeah. yep, It's nice.
0: And their weapons are all over the place. Oh, they still
1: have ion blasters. I remember previous edition people tell me you take huge squad of them. and You have your freaking strength five. They were good.
0: <laughs> but, li- but uh, they have moved to a four plus ballistic skill across the board. I am okay with this. I'm, we don't know everything about them yet. Right. But again, I keep going back to the, the point cost. We don't know. I think they're going to be like...
1: Well, Let's talk about what we do know. What we do know is there's a whole spectrum of re- species, races in this galaxy of Warhammer 40k. And today I have yet to see a lower movement, higher toughness, lower ballistic skill. Like Tau kind of hit what they do where they're slightly better weapons but slightly worse ballistic skill, but they are weak, right? So how do you like stack that? You know, how do you come up with something new? Before this came out, and you remember hearing me complain, Leagues of Votan was like an overglorified Space Marine Adeptus Mechanicus army. It's like they can't decide which one they wanted to do, so they're going to do both very well. In this case, it's like I'm actually starting to see them be their own man, as it were, be their own army. At least that's my take. No,
0: and that's where Judgment Tokens kind of makes them different. Yep. I know there's going to be a leader. Everybody, don't don't quit on them. There's going to be a leader that spots out. Are people quitting be... on them already? Oh yeah.
1: I again I think it's that reaction of how many rules you had gotten at the end of an edition. I mean, the end of the edition. Of when they're like, "You're our playtesters. Enjoy." I mean, that's we've always said this. Take whatever you want. Have fun. It's crazy. Here's tenth ed. I mean, they're dialing it back, but everybody else is dialed back. So,
0: just like sisters, don't cry. You thought, oh, I'm only getting five miracle dice. Just kidding. There's a squad that gives you potentially three a turn.
1: Let's look at this from another angle, aside from competitive rules. You know that they're going to give you what you're asking for because this is a new army. There will be new more model releases, and they want you buying these units. I mean, that's just just part of the business model. So fret not, you're going to get rules. If the game is balanced from faction to faction, awesome. If it isn't like most Warhammer 40K games, it's in a limbo. You're probably going to have good rules off the bat, I think. Good enough rules to
0: play tournaments and be successful.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have 17 units, I think, or 16 available on the line, so I hope they do. Um, and it looks like, you know, we go to their Hecaton Land Fortress. I mean, this thing's fun. I like the fire support aspect of it.
0: You want to go ahead and go over that?
1: Yeah, I suppose I can. In your shooting phase, after this model has shot, select one enemy unit has scored one or more hits against this phase. Until the end of that phase, each time a friendly model that disembarked from this transport this turn makes an attack against that unit, you can re-roll the wound roll.
0: I think there was, again, we're going <laughs> to go into the future, foresight that was much like the, uh, what's the the falcon from the Elnar?
1: You said it. The fal- Oh, you mean the wave serpent? No, the Falcon does oh, the Falcon? it. Anything oh, Fal- that jumps out yeah.
0: gets reroll wounds. Yeah, that's nice. But the Falcon doesn't have that much p- firepower, so <laughs> it
1: doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of weapons to open up on it to, to sort of ensure that it's going to happen.
0: And what is the transport capacity? We don't know.
1: Did they not list that here? That's interesting. It's on the
0: back of the card, which again.
1: Yeah. Okay. They only gave us some, but not all.
0: It has a lot of guns,
1: and they all ignore cover. <laughs> <laughs> Last that is, as long as they have a pan-spectral scanner.
0: Devastating wounds on the heavy mag... I would just want to re- talk about this one. Range 30. It's only one attack. Ballistic skill, four, but so you haven't moved. You can go up to three. Strength, 18. Nick, four. D6 plus six.
1: D6 plus six. Devast- and it's devastating.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Throw. <laughs> that's so just... Seven to 12 mortal wounds? That's just the mean, one gun on the um, top. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, okay. I like them. I I like their lore. I like the models have taken a little bit to grow on me. Honestly, I thought it was an Age of Sigmar army that found Gravis armor, but that's okay. Like I, it, again, it's cool. And their electric shaver um, um, jet bikes, not jet bikes, uh, hover bikes. Yeah, the- they, look, they look like electric shavers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. I like they're cool. Um, we have a friend that has them, and I'm glad Snorri. Uh, he as as in the namesake for the dwarf from Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, I hope he's held on to them. He bounces around a lot. He does. He well. He painted one with some red and the maroon green, and it looked it looked Christmas, but in a sci fi way, like without it screaming. I painted this for Christmas. It was really cool. I was like, hey man, good job. Maybe he did. Maybe he I, he might have. And they just took the compliment anyway. He's like, I didn't <laughs> mean to do that, but yeah. Merry Christmas to you too,
0: July. <laughs> well, everybody, that is four faction previews. Actually, oh no, we're I, not done. Oh, what are you gosh, doing? Dang it! What the heck? Let's well, you 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 talk about where gotta
1: go. <laughs> Got a real space raid coming up you didn't tell me about?
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Got a one spotlight. Let's talk about the SP conversion beamer. It has conversion, which we're gonna talk about. Sustain hits D3, which is huge, which means
1: Well that means if you hit on a six, you're gonna roll additional D three per hit of the six you rolled. Woo! And that's extra hits. So if I hit a six, I roll D three. If I get a five or a six, that's three extra hits on top of the one I got. That's a total of four hits. Just for that one hit roll.
0: It is range 24 and only one attack, but you're spiking once in a while. Plastic skill four. <laughs> strength seven, neg one, three damage. And that's conversion. Where, where it says conversion each time an, each time an attack is made with this weapon, if the target is more than twelve inches from the bearer, the unmodified success successful hit roll of four plus scores is a critical hit. Which means
1: sustained hits D three. Boom.
0: On so, a four up to hit. If you're within 12 inches on a four up, you're getting D3 extra hits.
1: Yeah, if they're, so f- if they're outside of 12 inches. It does better the longer, they, the further they are. The target more than 12. Well, even better. It's like the old, what uh, was it, the, the Thunderfire cannon that the Space Marines had? You remember that? Had the Tech Marine? The, the, the old one. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, I'm going to be 72 inches away and blow up that monolith. You're like, Dude. Like, look, it's. It's a forty dollar pewter kit that comes with a tech marine and a gun,
0: and it was terrible to put together.
1: Yeah, I bet it was. A lot of those, a lot of those were. <laughs> they were fun. There were opportunities to learn patience and appreciation for one's skill and ability. I
0: didn't have patience. I just wanted to play. Right, but again, a squad of three of these, shooting stuff without outside of twelve, essentially is. Nine attacks.
1: And that looks like one heck of a conversion beamer. I'm assuming, like, the Gene Steeler Colts, now this is where I'm a little blind on the lore, they use that to mine, maybe. Like, I'm wondering if half these guns are, like, they're like a utilitarian kind of approach where it's like, hey, I can use this to kill and
0: gather resources. I don't think they take that in a full approach, like the Gene Steeler Colts,
1: but. All right. Listen to me, my battle, my batch bros do. I'm going to put an asterisk down. Votan, I think, is a faction I'd like to deep dive on later. I'm going to do some more research. They, I find them intriguing enough. Maybe I'll do a show on them. I think it would be good. I heard it now. And uh, what a way to end. I mean, that does wrap us up. I'm still your thunder you were going for. Before. <laughs> you saw the lightning strike, folks. And now you hear the thunder. Uh, this brings us to a close for part two of our faction focus. On this episode, we covered the Astra Militarum, Chaos Demons, Adeptus Sororitus, and Leagues of OTAN. And if you missed our first episode, go check it out. Uh, Memory First two episodes. Right. There are two other episodes, but only one other with faction focus. Um, So, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, We are the Batch Brothers, and this has been Dark City Discord. My name is Stuart. I'm Scott. Take care in the webway worldwide. And we'll catch you later.